0: What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. And this is the pre-COVID edition. It's a series of interviews I did back in 2019, and even though a whole lot of life has happened in between, I still wanted to get these stories out to you because I think you're going to find great value in it. On this episode, we have Brian Barrett. Brian is one of the founders and owners of Pet Supplies Plus in the Houston area. He's also a drummer and a songwriter for the band Polaroid Summer. We are able to dive into songwriting and his process behind that, as well as entrepreneurship and what that has looked like to build a culture, not just a business. We also had a chance to discuss creativity and leadership. It was great to connect with him again. Hope you guys enjoy. The Live and Create Podcast.
1: Writing and creating. It's like, I guess that's like why what not makes everyone these, has a number one what hit. What makes right? these songs a the number one hit? It's like, just <laughs> people are just some people are so good at writing lyrics, and you know, it's, but that's like everything that we write, it's a collaboration, man. We write every single thing with our producer. He's become that's one cool. of my best friends, and he lives in Virginia Beach, and he'll fly here, we'll fly there, but we've recently, he's got like some software that we do. It's not like FaceTime, but we use that type of thing mm-hmm. and we're like synced through his session. That's cool. So our mics are hooked up and like I can record, and we can hear everything real time. So Dude, we write awesome. like that. But for me, it's like, that's where even we're, and we'll sit and write lyrics and I'm, I'm typically used to being like the type of writer that like, Oh, let me listen to the track and like sit down and like, brainstorm and think of lines and and then that's when it becomes like maybe that's a little too personal whereas like we're sitting there in the session like trying to finish the line it's just like a pure collaboration Mm -hmm. and you know that winds up a lot of times coming out a little more you know mass appeal like and stuff yeah that's
0: I have a friend uh who does a lot of writing and that's what he's been pushing me to do is more co-write co-write stuff and whenever I've worked with him in the studio it's not like official co-writing but even just his suggestions seem to help it grow. Oh, and it's like yeah. Yeah, so that's, that is a world I want to start stepping into. Um, it's hard in when everything's
1: season. so personal to yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like even, you know, there's a lot of people that will like produce, mix, write everything's their own, and it's like it's hard because you're so tied to the project, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it's good to have somebody else like have some input that's not like... Completely tied it's like, to it This is my baby Yeah and it's like Yeah and then you Rack your brain Like <laughs> you remember Omar, Omar God and Omar. he's Omar our old lead singer for Lost Element I'm trying to remember Remember he was Oh yes yes yeah From yeah. the
0: first APCA Yeah we from were the at. first okay. APCA
1: Omar's like he's one of the most talented like artists that yeah. I've ever met. Like he's just really good musician, everything. And then he's like a painter too. And he's like, I'm just like, how do you do this dude? <laughs> his brain, this side of his brain is like, is highlighting. Yeah. And like, um, but lyrics it's like, he was just like that. Like it would be, he, so we had this song called echoes of the night and we love the song, but like he literally had a notepad filled with like lyrics for that song. But yeah. he just couldn't like, Land on so island. yeah, it was just so tied to it. We're like, this isn't even healthy, man. Like, let's like, <laughs> it's like you need a yeah, break. Either that, or let's like just let some <laughs> of us like have a shot at it, or like let's just close this book and let's write another song. You know what I mean? But it can get like that for you. Sure, get right? so in your head. That's
0: oh yeah. I was writing one of the seasons of writing I did. I just I challenged myself to write two songs a day for, and it was like three months straight. Ooh, like I like that. and it was. And it was a good lesson, I wouldn't suggest doing it always, but for me it was just kind of a good lesson in letting go.
1: Yeah, um, you can always write was, another song. Yeah,
0: and because I wanted to perfect each thing where this, there was no in hell, you could do that and kick out that many songs, so it was just like, okay, song, boom, next song, boom. And, uh, but then I got to the end of that season, I just like, I was like mad all the time towards the end of it, and nothing I wrote felt good. And that's when my buddy, his name's Josh, he he's like, dude, I was calling him up and kind of bitching about it. And he's like, dude, you just need to take your, take your kids, go to the park, like go live life a little bit, man. You need to get out of your studio. You need to get out writing. of it. Yeah. Get out <laughs> of the
1: zone. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I had to like hang it up for a while. Then I went to another season and then the last, probably the last six months, I I've just been jotting down ideas and that's all I've let it be, you know, uh, for a while. It's like, I need something new to say. Yeah.
1: yeah something. yeah. Just jot down ideas like what's going on. And I think too, like you said, you listen to like, what are these guys saying? What are they yeah. trying to say? Like people that you're into music that you're into. And man, I, I, we do that a lot. And like me, especially, I don't know what, what Bryce does, the guy that I co-write with, but um, like I'll use something as a foundation, you know what I mean? Like, yeah i really into this stuff. Like, what are these people trying to do? And it's, that's what music is. Everything has been done. Right. It's just about finding your own way to, you know, yeah. to carry out that same message. And, and Well, that's why I don't
0: like, I'm really nervous about all the lawsuits that are happening in the copyright issue. Cause I'm just like people, like
1: yeah. everything's all been influenced every, by everything, every other artist. Well, that, know? and I mean, there's just, yeah, it's like, it's only 12 notes. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the whole thing. It's like, what hasn't been done technically? Right. So it's like, the way I look at it is every, everything that's out there, there's a nod to like everything, you know what I mean? So it's, if you're straight ripping something, that's one thing. Yeah. Like
0: vanilla ice when he took it under pressure. Sure. Fine. Even though he swears ding, 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 ding is a little different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There is stealing, but
1: valid, valid. Yeah. There's some valid stuff, but yeah, I mean, that's like
0: the Sam Smith, Tom Petty thing. I was a little like, really? Like I I really had to dig in. I didn't notice
1: that at all until Mm. I came out and then I started like listening to it and I was like, you know, I can see where that's coming from. But Mm. you know what? Like I can almost assure you that Sam Smith never listened. He's heard that song for sure. Right. But he never listened to that song. In reference to writing the song yeah, that he Yeah, thought,
0: I'm going to rip this shit off.
1: Never. So, like, <laughs> intent, obviously not there. And I hear stuff all the time that I'm like, man, I love this song. And it's like, I feel like I've kind of heard this somewhere. Like, that is going to happen to people. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean. Well, it seems like a lot of the songs that
0: I've done in the past, like former bands, where a lot of people be like, it kind of reminds me of this. But that's what drew them in yeah. in a fresh way because it's like. That was an influence, you know?
1: exactly. And why? Why is that a bad thing? That's the you yeah. know.
0: So last time I was in the studio, is um, last November. I was re- recording the four singles I have coming out, and uh, I there's this one song. I had a bunch of songs, and we we're just going through picking yeah. which ones we we're gonna do and there was one I was like I love this one and I'm just singing it and then uh, Josh the producer he just he goes in on the mic and he starts singing a Taylor Swift song that's literally I can't remember the name which Taylor Swift song it was but I basically rewrote her entire yeah. song with new lyrics and didn't even realize it. Yeah, and I don't even really. I listened to some. Was the melody this oh, like the top line? The melody, like almost exactly the same. That's hilarious. And I guess somewhere along the lines, like I like T Swift, just like every other red blooded American. But yeah, um, I. It's not like I'm bumping her jams all the time, and I'm like, yeah, to steal this. Yeah, you
1: weren't thinking. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we decided
0: not to do it because it was like, too well, much. Yeah, yeah, I can't do. So. Yeah, you're like, yeah, this just seems a little too close. So, yeah, man, yeah, let's let's keep diving in. I think yeah, some, some of that part I might just keep in whatever you want, man. In, I'm, um, totally. And but yeah, thanks for making the time. And I'll start out with the most important question. Yep. All right, the deepest one. Um, if pancake got in a fight with French <laughs> toast, who would win? It's oh, been very enlightening man. as I've asked this question. Let me think about this for a
1: second. If French toast and pancake got in the fight, who would win? You know, I would have to say that pancake would win because the French toast is so tasty that the pancake would eat the French toast. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So that's, it's kind of like props to French toast, but because of that, it's going to lose. Yeah, it's going to lose because it's like, if you're that tasty, you're bound to get eaten, man. So.
0: I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, the creative answers in this. And that's the first time I've. (laughs) Heard someone give props to French toast. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like um it. Saw that it was going to be the loser. But that's <laughs> I might be thinking about that on my drive later. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, people are like French toast is thicker. It's gonna. Yeah. No, I'm thinking
0: <laughs> it's gonna get eaten, man. So. So awesome, man, dude. You, you and I met a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and you've been rocking, doing your band. Uh, just got a publishing deal. and yeah. Working on that. Working on a lot of writing. So, uh, tell me what you've been up to with Polaroid Summer and just when it comes to music in general.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, like you said, we recently signed a publishing deal with um, another Victory inside Victory Records. Um, and it was really kind of came, like, out of the blue for us. So we weren't really planning on, hey, we're going to sign some sort of deal and pump out all these songs. We were obviously um, always writing and being creative, but we weren't, like, really diving into saying hey we need to really start putting songs out there so um we've kind of taken a break from playing live Mm -hmm. so much and um and really just diving into being creative getting songs um in the hands of the publishing company to try and get them out there you know so we're also going to be releasing those songs um as singles probably um if we feel like we have a cohesive group of songs that we feel really good about, we'll, we'll think about releasing like an EP. Yeah. Bundle them up. But for now we're, we're really just going to focus on releasing singles and, and just putting out quality music. I don't think we're going to try not to do too much writing with a specific state of mind. Like Mm. we talked about earlier, I'm going to write a song that I know is going to be placed, you know, it's like on the a happy song on for a uh, high school yeah. football team yeah, on
0: so the wb yeah
1: something i think like we're that. just going to continue <laughs> to do what we do i think that you know kind of what caught their ear in the first place was the licensability of the tracks that we have which you already were Yeah right. what we were already right. doing and we were never doing it for that purpose anyway so mm. i think we're just going to try and write songs that mean something to us that that other people can relate to and and yeah. if they happen to be Songs that are good to be placed somewhere and get out there. That's kind of the goal. So, cool. so that kind of sums up what Polaroid Summer is doing right now. So, yeah.
0: that, to me, there's there's a cool lesson in there. Actually, just hearing you say that, where it's like they signed you because of what you already were doing. Right. Yet it Why seems and, like artists we tend to get in our heads but, now, where we're like, oh, well, yeah, I need to change this and this. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, they're like, no, I saw that that gem right there so let's just make this shinier let's let's keep working on that and yeah that's cool I, yeah
1: I it's funny that. how your mind will do that because we initially were like oh man right we could write songs <laughs> about this but it's <laughs> like we weren't really asked to hey can you write a song for this it's i think you know we were asked just to keep doing what we're doing so right and then and maybe kinda, the day will
0: come where it's just yeah. the right fit and then you can, yeah and,
1: and that and that could be cool too for sure so oh
0: yeah man it'll be cool to be watching netflix show and be like Oh, oh my God! There they Ball are. Rizzo? Rizzo? Yeah. There. So you're, nice? you play drums. Right? Yep, play drums. And when you're writing, or do you? What else do you play? Like, uh, I play know?
1: a little bit of guitar. By no means a guitar player, but I play enough to write. You know, okay. so that's right. kind of how I started writing on my own was just playing basic chord progressions and writing melodies and stuff. And I, I've been doing that on my. I've been playing drums since I was. 15 and um and been you know playing the guitar probably since I was like 16 or 17 and ever since then I just started writing like it's almost like I picked up the guitar not because I wanted to be able to play the guitar Mm -hmm. but because when I saw the creative aspect of things when I was in a band as a 15 16 year old I was like oh I want to be a part of that I want to I want to be able to write and I thought you know I wasn't brave enough to like sit in on the writing sessions without knowing so I started just playing the guitar and trying to write stuff on my own and everything like that. And um, they look
0: at you at first like, dude, you're the drummer. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like,
1: you're the drummer, What's... man. No, uh, no, I think, <laughs> I think that, that everybody's been, that I've worked with has been really open to to writing and awesome. it's been good because, you know, writing's, I think, just as much a skill set as anything else. Absolutely. So it's like, it's muscle. You gotta, you gotta work at it to be good at it and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's definitely get, been good for me to like get out of my shell and try and work on that more. You so. do keys as well? Um, yeah. No, just MIDI stuff, MIDI sim- okay. like chords. But I, if you stuck me down at a grand piano, I would, I would fail oh miserably. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm not, I'm not on that uh, wavelength for sure. Um, so it's but, more guitar. With you,
0: you're sitting with the guitar, yeah, sitting maybe building beats. that kind Yeah, of stuff. it's it's that?
1: yeah for me. A lot of it is is melody so it might be that I start with like a beat idea in my head and then from there I can um you know get some sort of like a top line I get a lot of times just top lines in my head so some sort of melody in my head and then I can put like obviously when I have the notes I can put a chord progression to that and Mm -hmm. then I can just write lyrics on top of that um but like I said, we you know most of the time I'm writing. It's collaboration with our producer and nice. and our the other guys and stuff. in the
0: band are part of that process. Or is more you and the producer, um,
1: Micaiah, uh, our singer and uh, our producer Bryce and I do all the okay. writing. So, so full and, and, and
0: collaboration, yeah,
1: full nice. collaboration. And you know sometimes it might just be Bryce and I, um, but most of the time it's all three of us. And awesome. so yeah. Very cool, man. So So
0: for, you said about 15, you started, you were in your first band. Yeah. What what inspired that? What inspired you to get started?
1: It's funny. um, I wish I had like a better real inspiration type story of how I got into it. But (laughs) I, uh, I always liked listening to music, even when I was like early middle school age and stuff, when kids start getting into music, you know, 12, 13, 14. Um, And... I had a buddy that played the guitar and um, I was really into Bush at the time, you know, when I, when yeah. I was in middle Who school it? and it was like, that was what was hot. And it was, and I still love that album today, the 16 stone album and, and, and it, yeah, glycerine <laughs> and come down and all this stuff. Well, he was like, you know, we'd go hang out and he's playing these songs on the guitar and I'm like, man, those are so sweet. And, and I knew that, uh, I'm my, laughing because I like, Oh, you feel can, like I, yeah, I remember those. You can run in this. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. So, and I knew that my dad played the drums. Okay. Um, he had talked about it, but he never like he never broke it out and played broke his kit out and played for us or anything. He just talked about playing the drums. So I was like really pretty much inspired by the fact that my buddy was playing these songs that I really liked. Yeah. And I was like, this is really cool to see somebody actually play those. So I went home and I was like, Hey, do you have your drum kit? And he was like, Yeah, it's in the attic. You yeah, know, haven't broken that thing out in years. And I just tore it down and and just started beating away and then it was from there it was kind of like I never like I never took drum lessons I never worked on like my chops or like my rudiments or Mm -hmm. being like trying to be some sort of like a technical drummer for me it was always about being in a band and playing songs like I just wanted to play those songs and then that turned into us writing our own songs and Mm -hmm. So for me, it was so the always, same
0: friend who was playing Bush. Yeah, and up of being your first in a band. yeah, he okay. was and and um, yeah,
1: and that and that just kind of spiraled from there. So that's really the inspiration just came from that. I mean, it was really nothing more than the fact that I was like, man, this is really cool. I want to play. Yeah, you know. So
0: that's awesome, man. So when and so when you're not drumming and writing songs, and doing that you, you're taking care of pets Well, helping other people take care of pets, right? I think think this is pretty interesting. Um, So talk to me about your, your business. Yeah. So,
1: so inspiring. So just to kind of pull it all full circle is, you know, that's kind of how I was inspired to be a musician. And then, um, you know, starting my own business, being an entrepreneur, kind of spun out of being a musician, you know, Mm. we're on the road a lot you're putting everything into that. It's like, you know, for, I graduated from college, got my finance degree and I had nine to five jobs trying to be a serious musician and playing a band. Right. And With it was a finance like, degree. That's yeah. Intense. And then I, I always, <laughs> I always had to quit my jobs mm. because we'd go on the road and it's like, I can't <laughs> say, Hey, I'm going to be back in 37 days. Don't worry about it. Um, it's so, cool. Right. See you then. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> a lot of like, you know, working a year at, you know, nine to five jobs. And it was really hard for me to ever build a career doing that. And, um, you know, as it is (laughs) for any musician, it's very difficult to, um, you know, build some stability for yourself while you're working on trying to be a successful musician. It's tough, you know? And, and, um, so that's kind of where the inspiration and like starting my own business came from. Um, and then I started my own first business as a lighting and sound, production company okay we did like rentals and we ended you probably up, knew
0: a few things about that yeah we, yeah
1: we yeah we a couple other musician friends we started that and uh, we dove into doing weddings and stuff like that so to come full circle with the pet stuff mm-hmm. after doing that my brother and i talked about getting into business together and um we looked into different franchises and, and we spent a couple of years really doing our due diligence on what we were passionate about, what we really wanted to get into and what was a good business model. Hmm. And we found pet supplies plus. Nice. Um, and we have since then um, it's been a few years and we've opened a couple stores and, and things have been good and we're really enjoying it. We're both pet lovers and it's a great atmosphere, um, you know, to work in and, and it's, it's obviously been challenging just like everything else but but it's it's been wonderful so that's kind of how i got into that and and how everything yeah Everything came together, so.
0: And it's cool to see how the, even just the, because it is an entrepreneurial endeavor. I think a lot of yeah. artists don't always see that or think of it yeah. that way, but the fact of creating a band and, and marketing this product, if you yeah. want to think of it that way, and pushing it out there. It is, and, yeah. And so to see that roll into you building yet another business around yeah. that, it's really cool. Yeah, I really think good.
1: that's what it's about, is just finding, being a musician, you've got to have a lot of, you know. You gotta have a lot of fight in you, you know, and it's kind of the same thing when you're running your own business. So it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta be the type of person that really wants to do something. Nobody's gonna do it for you, so you gotta you gotta wanna wanna get after there, take a risk. What's being in the music industry is all about taking risk. You know what right. I mean? Every day, because time's valuable. You know, mm-hmm. and if you're putting all your time into that, you obviously very passionate about it. You've got a lot of fight for that, mm-hmm. and. It's, I think that translates into running your own business too. You know, it's gotta be, you're taking a risk. You gotta, gotta be passionate about it. Gotta have the fight. So I think, I think to give the music industry and, and to give music credit, I think a lot of that came from, from being a musician for so long. That's cool. So So
0: instead of degrees in business, we can just have people start bands for a good four to five years and then you're ready to be a, you you can start a whole new school.
1: You could have trade school, (laughs) then people go to college and then. Be a musician. Yeah, start a band. Yeah, start sell a, merch. Start create. a band, and you're bound to be successful. I promise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> at something. Right? Yeah. At something.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent. That's all. So,
0: so you you live the entrepreneurial life in in both worlds. Like your right. your pet pet business, pet supply, pet supplies plus, pet supplies plus, yep. plus your band. And we were talking earlier before kind of cameras start rolling about just this roller coaster. Yep. of The musician life, the entrepreneurial life what does it look like for you to to manage that for you personally like to keep a clear head and
1: yeah, so it's and not
0: lose your I, mind in the middle i of it. think
1: that um you know first off i think i'm really lucky to have my brother as a part as a business partner yeah. because um you know we both have a lot going on and i think it's nice to be able to lean on each other when we need help with certain things or I need time to focus on this and That's cool. and yada yada so I, I think to preface that like that on the on the front um front line Bros that it's nice back. it's nice to have that for yeah. sure you know if I was on my own I think it would be a lot more difficult um and then you know and then again it's it's I think it was a lot easier before I had a child as well because now <laughs> That compounds it. <laughs> it compounds it. I've got a one and a half year old and, you know, she trumps everything. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Yeah. So as you know, so it's, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely difficult, but I just think of all of it kind of just as a blessing and like, you know, that I'm lucky that I'm getting to do all of this and that I, you know, find things that I'm really passionate about that I love and that, um, you know, that I have the leap of faith to actually like stick with these things and and yeah. to pursue them and, um, Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think it's hard, hard to manage. Um, and I'm stressed a lot, but you know, my wife talks about all this. She's like, you need to slow down and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, but I think that sometimes like, I'm like just overwhelmed, but I also think that's part of what makes me, me, you know what I mean? Like if I, I if I was like, you know, living the life where it's like, I just lived for the weekends and I'm just going to do my work. I'm going to put it I'm going to put it to rest when I come home. Right. I'm not taking work home with me and I'm not thinking about that stuff. You know, I really don't think that I'd be me if that, if that's what I was doing. It's <laughs> just not my personality. I'm like, yeah, I'm Just I like to carry stuff with me. It might not always be the healthiest thing, but <laughs> I can't really help it. You know, I think, I think it's just that balance. Like I'm stressed at work and then I'll come up to the music studio and I'll work on some music and that's a release, you know, yeah. and so There's always even, something even that's a release.
0: Becomes a release for you in that yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: I think it's all kind of I enjoy the hustle aspect of it and I think eventually I'd like to, you know, relax and, you know, live live a more calm life. But for that one weekend, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right? But the- <laughs> So far I haven't seen I'm not very good at, at laying low so far, so we'll see. There I wish I could remember the name of
0: it, but I, I heard about this particular fish that's kind of a deep deep water, deep ocean fish, that if it comes up from the pressure, it actually like explodes. Yeah. And so to thrive, it actually needs a certain amount of pressure. Yeah. And as a, I I feel like I'm I'm similar to you that way where I've always, I feel, I always feel pressure from around me to relax or to not do as much but it seems like when i am focused on particular endeavors with particular goals i'm actually way happier and maybe i have less time but when i have that free time i'm a lot happier human being in the yeah. middle of that i don't know if that and, no that, I related that, to that fish and now i feel like i related to Yeah it and to that, you. <laughs> that
1: relates a lot to me for sure and you use the word like i'm a happier person mm-hmm. and that speaks to me because i think you know that's really what it's about for me is like you know, we're here, we're living life. What's what's the purpose of my business? What's the purpose mm-hmm. of music? What's the purpose of the grind if I'm not happy? You know what I mean? Right. So I think that, you know, when I was saying that's what makes me me, if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't be me. Right. But that's that's what makes me happy, at least at this point in my life. So if I think that's more of what it's about. You know what I mean? Is yeah. is that's what makes me whole, that's what makes me happy, and that's what makes me keep going and, and um you know, and if I'm happier, I'm gonna be a better dad to my daughter and a better husband to my wife. And mm-hmm. so I think that's how it kind of comes full circle for me. So.
0: And I, I know some people where they felt pressure to do a business and do that entrepreneurial life. And they weren't happy doing the kind of insanity it sounds like you and I yeah. both enjoy. And they, they realized, they're like, no, I'd rather just work for somebody Yeah, else. and Maybe leave it at they, home. They sold their business. This yeah. particular friend I'm thinking of, he sold his business to another person who was a friend of his. And they ended up hiring him on. And he's like so much more happy. Yeah working for them and, that, than when and I was, doing.
1: <laughs> yeah and I think that's you know and there's a huge group of people that that's really good for and that's right. what makes them happy and that's that's what life's all about Yourself. you got to find what works for you and and that's you know and that's perfectly you know yeah reasonable so my wife she's looked at me sometimes she's like I really wish you'd be
0: happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like normal thing and she and I there's <laughs> been seasons where I've either had to do it or tried to do it you know throughout our marriage and she's like but I can tell you're not. So yeah, let's and, just and that's out what
1: yeah. <laughs> I've had similar conversations with my wife. They they probably love to talk to each other and say yeah, <laughs> but They're yeah, like, yeah. Let's have a conversation. Yeah,
0: you're really gonna do another thing. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Luckily, it, it sounds like your wife's incredibly supportive as well. But yeah, there's there was a season where I kind of thought everything was done for me and yeah. like my own kind of endeavors and yeah, I tried to do the. The regular job thing and it was she was like you this need to figure out how to you. do you need to figure yeah. out how to do what you love yeah let's figure it out you know and i think that's huge and it's, it's interesting because these this is about fifth or sixth interview i've done now get ready to start yeah. this series and the theme of happiness just keeps weaving in and out and it and it's all linked to understanding yourself
1: understanding yourself and, and what drives you what yeah. motivates you and yeah, and that's I, I think that's a huge key is is being happy because you're a better person, you're who you are when you're happy and then I mean that's what life's all about, right? There's, Absolutely. There's no point in doing any of the stuff we do if you're not if you're miserable. <laughs> yeah. You need to change, you know, and I think that's that's what it's all about. So that's uh who's the
0: oprah guy dr phil oh dr phil as, che- oh, yeah. as cheesy as it is like is it how's it
1: working for you yeah <laughs> or whatever
0: his little quote is where yeah it's like i oh god, got this cheesy guy yeah but at the end of the day if it's not working
1: yeah it's kind of like you sometimes you got to stop and ask yourself that question is is this working for me what am, am i happy you know and yeah i think That's it's awesome. important for sure
0: now and this it leads into we kind of hit a little bit on it but I love the philosophical side of, of things. I love action and execution. You know, we're talking about the goals and all that. Yeah. But I love to figure out what makes myself tick. That's what I'm constantly thinking about, but also what makes other people tick. And when you think of living, ultimately living a great life, like, or maybe better, it'd be better if I asked, how do you define living a great life?
1: So it's, I'll probably, I'm, I'm kind of like a ranter. So this is this Dude, pro, This, rant, pro, this rant probably, it, that's why I always say to come full circle. Cause I'll just go on a tangent. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm trying to tie this together, but uh, <laughs> you know, I think how to live a, live a great life for me really ties into what we were just talking about being happy. Right. So um, if we were to have had this interview, you know, six or seven years ago mm. for me, you know that answer would have been completely revolved around music mm. and trying to make it in the music industry and and, and yeah that dream and that you know to continue that drive and looking back now sometimes i ask myself like i'm not even 100% sure what making it even means <laughs> to me or what it really <laughs> meant to me i don't know right. that i actually knew you know and it was it was so much emotional energy spent on that one thought right that didn't even at the time maybe even have any substance right so i think fast forward years to now where i you know i'm a father i'm a husband i have my own business And, um, you know, I was finally able to, to have enough space to set up my own studio. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I really want to put, put together all the memories of my music career and all that stuff. And like, when I took the time to, to do that and I broke all this stuff out and I got stuff printed out, I was looking through like awards, magazines and pictures and stuff. And I was like, you know, I might've thought at the time, like I never made it, I didn't do anything, but it's like, I'm looking at all the memories and the stuff and it's like, man, I did a lot. I, I, if, if, if I think about it, maybe I'm not a number one record selling artist for universal records, but you know, that's a 0.1% of the population. It's right. like, w- was this enough for me? Was this, can I call this success accomplishments? And, you know, was I happy doing it? You know, and I think looking back at that, it's made me realize that, you know, it made me realize a couple things. One that, um, you know music at that point i thought that was the only thing that was going to make me happy mm-hmm. and i realized all these other things came into my life and i'm mm-hmm. like man i enjoy so so many other things in life there's so many other aspects in life that bring joy to me yeah and i think that's made me appreciate what i did in music way more than i ever did when that's all that i thought about right. you know that's if that true. makes any sense it does yeah. so i think that's that you know and to live like a great life like I said, to come full circle with that is, uh, is <laughs> we'll, like, we'll title this one. Yeah, to we'll, come full circle. To come full circle <laughs> is uh is really is is really that. It, it was it, you know, is to find for me it was to find other things that made me happy other than just thinking that I had to the music was the only thing I could do. Yeah. You know? Um and just to appreciate how much life has to offer. You know, so and enjoying uh, all that's around yeah, you. Yeah. Enjoying all that's around you and really realize you get so hyped up in, you know, one thing and then you don't realize, you know, I think a lot of times you take for granted like the support systems that you have around you and people yeah. like my wife who I'm like how did you even deal with some of this stuff? You know what I mean? Looking back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh. You supported you know? me
0: through that? Actually. Yeah, through that?
1: And it's like, <laughs> what? Like you, your eyes kind of open to that stuff. And, and you look back and you say, yeah, because it was important to me. And it, it made yeah. me who I was and, and all those kind of things. But it makes you, made me really appreciate people and other things in life. And, and I think, like you said, really um, appreciating everything that's around me and yeah. not just what really took up, consumed me for so long. Would you
0: say it's like a balance thing for you or just appreciating? Yeah.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit of both. Um, I think appreciating for sure, um, is a big part of it, but I think if you were to take music away from me, mm -hmm. I think that for sure I'd have, um, something missing in me for sure. I think that that's part of the happiness piece, you know, a hundred percent. So, and that's why I'm continuing to find ways to, to be involved and to still have that, you know, fight and that passion in me. Mm -hmm. But at the same rate, to be able to appreciate all the other things that are going on around me and to, to understand, you know, what value comes in all those things as well. So,
0: yeah, I think there's a
1: balance there for sure. There's a quote that sticks out to me from a movie. I quote movies. I don't know
0: if that's cool or not. That's good. I I, I, I love movie quotes. So. Um, Is we Were, It's We Were Soldiers, the Mel Gibson yeah, one movie. Yeah, I remember that movie. And there's yep. a scene where his lieutenant, his wife, just had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember. He's in the chapel, and he's, like, praying. Okay. And uh, Mel Gibson, his character, walks in. And, you know, he's a young dad, and he's asking me, he's like, how do you do it? How do you, how do you be a good father and a good soldier? And... He says to him, he just says, uh, I feel like being good at one makes me great at the other. And that, that line right there just has Sticks stuck with that, me. Yeah. And even as I hear you talking about that, where it's like, you, w- you need that music piece. But it, yeah. it brings you joy, then you can bring to your family. But you found out that the music was empty in a way. If I hear yeah. you say, I don't want to yeah. put words in your mouth, but no, it sounds yeah. like you're saying like just chasing the music dream was empty without all the beautiful relationships around yep. you. And it's, yeah, that you thing, know, that's kind of the thing that just drives me too. in, in yep. thinking of like, how do I be good at one to make me great at the other?
1: That's and, exactly. Yep. So
0: that, do you feel like that kind of, that those ahas have influenced your writing along the way? Yeah,
1: too? for sure. I think that, you know, over the past, you know, four years since I've, um, you know, had my business endeavors and stuff. Um, a hundred percent, like my whole outlook has been very different. So mm. I think my writing has been very different as well. I think that I have a lot more to say, you mm. know, if that, if that makes any sense, um, you know, to talk about it specifically would be kind of difficult, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, obviously being a father too, you look at things <laughs> totally different as well. And I never could relate to that before. And right. I just think it's kind of like everybody says, you don't know until you have a kid and it's, I know. It's kind I was always you like, hate okay, whatever, that, but then "You hate when it's, people it's say that." You hate when people say that until until you do, and then you are like, <laughs> "I get it. I get it. I know." So I know I am kind of being that guy right now. But yeah, I think you know, being a father and and then you know having some separation from that music over the past like four years, mm-hmm. or I shouldn't say separation because I am not. It's it's the balance, like you said. Yeah, having more balance has given me. You know a lot more to write about, and in that time as well, I also lost my mother, who was really close mm-hmm. to. so I think that, that you know that also um, it made me think differently and made me think about mm-hmm. things differently and um, I think a combo of all of that has really really um, given me light to write about different stuff for yeah. sure than what I would have before. so
0: do you listen to Mike Posner? Adult, yeah, I do, um, yeah. His song, Abiza.
1: Abiza,
0: I took a pill in Abiza. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, they remix it as like this crazy dance song. Yeah. But when you, if you ever get a chance to listen to him do it acoustic and the lyrics of it oh, would yeah. just like rip your heart out. Yeah. And uh, what he's talking about. But basically it seems like he's lamenting spending like an entire decade just chasing this music dream and he just got off the roller coaster as he said and he was just by himself he's like this just wasn't worth it anymore and now like you see this journey since he released that song where it seems like he's trying in his own actual life like what does life look like to make amends to people to have real relationships that to, real, to yeah. not be that guy <laughs> and uh it, he there's a podcast and the writer is do you know that one uh, I don't know that one huh? you as a writer, you would really love it. Love it. Every week it's a new uh, songwriter and that's where I heard him tell Mike Posner told like his own story. his own story. That. what did you so say it was called? again? It's and the writer is. And um, the writer is. With, okay, cool. Uh, Ross Goulding or something. but yeah, they bring in some of the some of the top writers in and every they genre. just discuss like what's going yeah, on in their what lives, behind what they're what's yeah. inspiring you, what are you thinking about and um, but yeah, just kind of open that up too where it's it's like man. We can keep chasing this thing or we can enjoy the enjoy the journey. Enjoy guess, the, journey the journey a little process. bit. Yeah, sometimes
1: <laughs> you got to stop and actually, yeah, you can get caught up for sure. So.
0: so in that, now going into creating great things. For you, how do you define or how do you feel like you create great things? What does that look like to you?
1: I would say if I could sum it up in a few words, it would be collaboration is a word that sticks out for me. Um, camaraderie. Um, and, and you know, so all those two words are talking about working with other people, working as a team, right? Um, so in that, with the people that you're working with, empowering them as well. So I, I'm kind of taking, like, my business side of things, mm-hmm. just trying to cre- create great things there, as well as when writing music, in in the artistic side of things, Um, I always feel like when we're writing the best songs, we're collaborating, we're, we're, um, you know, bouncing things off of each other. I I find it, you know, very difficult to think that I'm going to come up with the best possible product myself. Right. When I know that I'm surrounded by a bunch of talented people, Mm -hmm. um, that if we share, um, you know, share the collaboration of trying to get come up with the ultimate message we're going to get a better product if we do it together and then you know when it when it transfers into like the workplace it's you know kind of the culture and the motto that we try and bring to our stores are you know empowering our employees not saying hey i need you to fix that i need you to do that it doesn't look good, but it's asking them, "What would you do? How would you do this?" You so know, giving them how giving, to them, how to in, as giving to... them input because when you give yeah. somebody input, a, you know, you hired that person because you thought they were good, right? <laughs> and, and and why so don't, let them
0: actually do let the job. them
1: do some stuff? And when when somebody when somebody um, feels like they have input and they're they're putting thought and emotion into something, they're going to hold themselves accountable. Mm-hmm. They're going to think there's value to that instead of like, I don't know, I was just told to do that. So it's not my, <laughs> it's not, it's not my, that, that's on Brian. You know what I mean? If it's, <laughs> if it's bad, it's on him. He told me to do it. So, right. Yeah. So I think that's like really when I think about creating great things, I think it's rare that somebody's like, I create, you know, I'm, I'm a great human being. I created great things. and the I did of it, And own. I did it all. Like <laughs> I did it all on my own, you know? Right. So for me, it would be all about like collaboration, camaraderie, Empowering people—that's awesome.
0: So, now, is that something that's just been a natural thing for you, or did that get um, taught to you as well?
1: Yeah, I think that. So, from a business standpoint, um, that's something that we we've read a lot of leadership books. Mm-hmm. My, my brother worked for a company for a long time that had that team valued foundation, and they had him read a lot of leadership books and stuff like nice. that. Um, So, you know, over the past few years, really diving into that stuff kind of opened my eyes to that. Um, But in, you know, with that being said, I've always felt, I've always felt like I was part of a team because I was always in a band. I always collaborated with people when I was writing. Um, I've always, you know, when I was in high school, I played sports. So I was always, you know, growing up, I felt like I was always part of a team. I don't know. I've always felt. I never, I've never felt like I had to do something on my own, you know. Yeah. Uh, I never, I never, or if I did, I, I never felt like I enjoyed it, or I never felt like I, I've never felt <laughs> it's like, like I was, yeah, that was fun. I never felt like I was very good at just like doing something on my own, you yeah. know. I didn't, I never, you know, I, I don't know. The only thing I can relate to doing on my own is I like to play golf, and it's like, okay. That I, I just want to go in a cart even, by yeah, yourself. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Not going to cart. But I'm saying, like, oh, okay. if if I'm, I'm good, imagining you, no, like no. no. Out. If, if I'm good at golf, if that's going to be because that's just you. That's going to be because I'm good at oh, golf. I if I suck at golf, that's going to be because I suck at golf. But, or uh, the mimosas that, yeah. Or the mimosas that came, or the bloody Mary that comes <laughs> around. But but yeah, I think overall, almost everything that I do, I'm doing with other people that are helping helping I me. Yeah you know with that accomplishment or helping me be successful so i think i don't know i don't know if that's a weird answer or not but that's kind of like the way i see it is yeah. that i'm not you know it's not all on me and and, and stuff like that so yeah,
0: you know, it sounds like maybe your brother had a role yeah of he did for, in that too, yeah
1: 100 so. percent. yeah he's my older brother so that's his job <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah man that's so, awesome. how many your brothers Uh, one brother, uh, older brother, younger sister. So I'm the middle. Yeah. The middle, uh, uh, problem child, you know, Yeah, (laughs) middle child syndrome. I'm the, I'm the outcast of the family. (laughs) See
0: ours is the baby.
1: It's the, it's our six year old. He's just, we have
0: 15, 10 and, uh, seven and six and our six year old is like, it's all boys. Oh yeah. So it's like, he's the most intense one out of all of them. But the moment they all leave, and it's just him. He becomes like this cuddly little oh, yeah. kid where it's like, yeah. it's all competition for him. Oh, he's like, it's they're just, around, so yeah. what's up? Like he'll Savage, charge 15-year-old. He is yeah. charged he's, our yeah, oldest. He's and I'm like, like,
1: bro. You guys better start paying attention to me. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what that's like as a kid too. So that's pretty
0: funny. Now, before we land the plane of it, I since you've been in the industry and kind of the hard knocks of it, you've pub deal, all these things. If if someone right now is watching and it's a guy or a girl or something, they're getting ready to start their first band or getting ready to start going out on the road, what's something you would want to instill in them, Or what's a piece of advice that you wish someone would have gave to you at that time?
1: Hmm. You know, I think uh, one thing I would say from the get-go is, and usually you do when you're just starting out, is do it for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. I know that sounds cheesy and people say that a lot, <laughs> but the music looking back and after being in it for over a decade, you know, well over a decade, uh, it's, it's <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it really rings true, man. It's like, it, it it's not worth doing that, doing it. If you're not enjoying it, you're not doing it for the right reasons, play, play in a band. And, and we talked about, it. am I writing songs for myself and writing for people? And I right. think, especially at the beginning, like you'll develop as a musician, as a songwriter and stuff like that. But I think at the beginning, it's kind of important to do it for yourself. You Mm -hmm. know, if you want to be in a punk rock band, be in a punk rock band. Don't be in a, pop band because you think that's what's popular right now like that's advice i would like we'd all
0: be in country bands if that's how we approach it yeah country's so hot right now. yeah (laughs)
1: it's like yeah you'd all yeah you'd be hey if i I, you know i'd be in a a texas country band right now (laughs) for sure living in houston i'd be all over i'd have gigs everywhere but i think um but find the love in it find the love in it like if that's why you're doing it you know do it for that reason if you're Mm. not doing it for that reason you know do it as a hobby and 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 Enjoy it and find something else to do. But if you're doing it because you love it, then mm. I think that's the advice that I'd give. And and really find what it is, what genre that you're passionate about, and go for that. Because everything comes everything comes back around anyway. You know, it's like, oh, this music isn't popular right now. But you we could all be like, oh, we're writing pop songs right now, and guess what? <laughs> the music industry is all about being just too late on things, right? Yeah. So I'd say that's one thing. And and the other thing is not trying to find a shortcut to things, because yeah. and you know I say that and I'm still trying to do it today. but <laughs> we all say this is where we want to be, And the ultimate truth behind everything is mm-hmm. no matter what opportunities you're given, it's just to get those doors open, things have to be organic. like it's just mm-hmm. the way that it is. you can't you can't try and find a way to to open the last door and and get get your foot in like you just have to you know playing crappy shows it's part of the deal you know what I mean writing crappy songs is part of the deal (laughs) like it's just one of those things that like I would say you know expect that you know have that expectation going into it because that's you know, and it's part of the whole ride. Like yeah. nobody wants to look back and be like, "Oh, it just happened for me," you know? Like we were amazing from our first show. And, yeah, know. and and, <laughs> and we got signed because somebody just saw us and and now we're selling a million records and like, you know, <laughs> maybe that's happened and and maybe that happened in the 90s or I don't really know yeah. if that's ever happened, but I feel like that's what they try to sell. Happened, I think that's what they try and then, sell, but even then it's not, you know.
0: Well, you even see like Lizzo, like you yeah. see this phenomenal artist Blow up like seemingly yeah. at least to me out of nowhere to a lot of people, but she's been hustling for years. Yeah. She released that album two years ago, yeah, and it's like all we see is the the VMA performance, you know, oh, yeah. and and don't see
1: all that the stuff behind that the pain. scene. Yeah, yeah, and I promise you that's <clears> happened. So I think you know, for me, like I said before, there's so much emotional energy that went into trying to make it and pushing for all this stuff. Right when I when I detached from the emotional side of things so much Hmm. i felt like that's when my opportunities started kind of getting better you know and i don't have the answer as to why but i just would say don't worry about that so much and focus on what you're doing right now yeah don't focus on that last door just focus on what you're doing try and make it great try and have a good time doing it and if things will work themselves out if if you know it was meant to be so
0: no that's cool Because yeah, sometimes I feel like there's times where I've pushed so hard or or just overextended myself. Yeah. um, Either mentally, physically, wear yourself out. You know. Yeah. And and it's like oh, and even that I think is part of the process to be honest. But it'd be better to not overextend myself as much. (laughs) Like if I could go back in my career, but hundred percent. When I I, I'm fascinated by the comedy world and just learning about how comedians come up, and that's something. Something about when I hear comedians talk about their process, it's been different. Because, like, music, we practice and practice. You can practice and really get your songs down. So the first time you go out, you're you maybe not, like, perfect or anything, but there's a way to go out there and you're, you're ready. Yeah, you're we're, rehearsed. Yeah, you're in, ready to these, go. These guys and girls, their stories, like, to do – and I never thought about it, but I guess to do comedy well – they have to go try it out in front of people because you have and, no idea and, and, yeah. what's funny in, in your room yeah. by yourself. And no I'm like, idea. So I've been, I've been trying to do like find a way to take those kind of risks as a musician just to be like, eh, let's just try it and see where like one night I made fun of someone at a private gig – and it didn't go over so well. I thought that'd be <laughs> funny, and uh, so I learned. Oh, don't do that! But like, but it made me better. So the, the next com- So being a
1: comedian's not in your future. It, no, <laughs> not being a comedian. Not, it's
0: definitely not my future. But uh, but it was just it. It actually, I learned from that moment. The next show I did, I was able to do better talking points, like in the show. Yeah, and because I learned some some hard
1: lessons. Yeah, you night. learned, Yeah, <laughs> so and then you felt the pain them. of the comedians. Like, hey, they've got they've. This is raw what they're going out there, yeah. and it's like. Uh, yeah you're very exposed when when that's the case for sure yeah and so and sometimes that's good for you you know what I mean
0: I think so and I think maybe as musicians in a sense I that's what it made me think of hearing you talk about that was like 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 be each like take each step of that process yes take
1: and appreciate each step and you'll know like it's you know and I had talked to my wife about it it's like I'm going to stop doing this when it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And when I started having that attitude, mm. I knew that I was doing it for the right reasons, you know, mm. because I really thought about it. And I was like, if I'm not enjoying this, there's really no point in me. Cause like you said, you're overextending and there's emotion and there's yeah. fight and that that's draining to somebody. So, um, you know, why do that to yourself if you're not enjoying it? So that was kind of mm. my, when I, when I, was able to take that from here and spit it out of my mouth, I knew, like, <laughs> hey, now I'm in a good place with music. Like, I'm going to do this yeah. until it's not fun anymore. So you might get up to here and say, this isn't fun anymore. and Maybe that's the end of the journey for you, and you can still do music as a passion and, and a hobby, and, and that's great. So
0: yeah. I think
1: that that would be... A big piece of advice for me. So. That's awesome.
0: Well, thanks a lot. I'll probably have to clip that out, make its own little yeah yeah thing for other artists too. And totally. So thanks for making the time. I Heck appreciate yeah, man. It. I cool appreciate to, it to hear some of the things, some of your journey, and uh, yeah. no doubt uh, other people. Will yeah, and it's exciting to
1: it. see all the things that you're doing, and I I think that's amazing, man. I, I I uh part of me envies the fact that you're doing that right now, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want to get back out on the road. And, so, and it's
0: all the seasons, I was two. I was yeah. almost two years off, <laughs> yeah. off of the road. So yeah. it was like, okay, now it's time to get back. Yeah, it's so, time it
1: was, to get back. So, yeah, and hey, hopefully someday I will. So, oh
0: yeah, that'll be awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Like, yeah, I thanks,
1: appreciate. man. Appreciate it.
0: That was cool, man. Thank you for listening to the Live and Create podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review.
1: The Live and Create podcast.